Civic duty, civic duty. How's it going, Josh? How's it going? I'm driving to Winnipeg, Manitoba to watch AEW Dynamite tonight, March 15th, 2023. Crazy, hey? What a, what a loser! Driving eight hours to go watch pro wrestling. What a loser. But yeah, that's what I'm doing. And uh, I'm starting to get kind of sleepy. I've only been listening to podcasts. I still haven't found my iPod. So I can't listen to any music. I've only been listening to podcasts. I got a good sleep last night. I especially wanted to get a good sleep last night because I may have to work tomorrow morning, which means I will be getting on the road right after the show and driving straight home and probably just driving into work to uh, potentially drive all day at work after driving, uh, you know, 14 to 16 hours. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, uh, that's the situation. That's the situation here. So, uh, so yeah. But um, we're excited. We're super excited. You know, this is a big purchase. Uh, the ticket was very expensive. The gas is very expensive. I'm missing a day of work. I got called into work today. Or I could have worked today, but I instead couldn't, couldn't do it because I had to drive out for the show. So, yeah, it's, it's a big expense, but you only live once. You still got to live. And who knows when they're coming back to... You know, you'd like, you know, Calgary, Edmonton, Regina, Saskatoon would be more ideal. But uh, this is only the second time in AEW's, I think, four years they've been around. Uh, This is, uh, yeah, only the second time they've ever come to Canada. So, you know, you don't uh, always get this opportunity. So I figured, you know, we're going to go for it. We're going to fucking go for it. We're going to spend a bunch of money to do it. But we're going to do it. And, and hopefully I have a great time. And love it. Hopefully the company grows and gets better. And, uh, you know, gets bigger. Gets bigger and better. And, and hopefully I want to do this again someday. And hopefully it'll be a lot easier to do it again someday. Hopefully, like I said, Calgary, Edmonton, Saskatoon. I mean, obviously that'd be best, but I'm not holding my breath for that anytime soon. Uh, Regina even would be cool, but again, not holding my breath for that anytime soon, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, AEW Dynamite, check it out on TSN 2 at 6 p.m. Saskatoon time, 7 p.m. Winnipeg time. I don't know what the time of the event is in Saskatoon time, but yeah. But yeah, we're really excited, and then, like I said, we're starting to get sleepy, so we decided to start podcasting as opposed to listening to podcasts. So yeah, it is helping me stay a little bit more awake. I might have to do a bunch of podcasts on the way home because, yeah, if I got to work tomorrow morning, that's going to be, oh boy, that's going to be a fucking trip. Uh, that's, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be a grind, so, uh. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, wouldn't break my heart if uh, there's no shift tomorrow, and I can. Uh, yeah, maybe uh, I got a, a buddy in uh, 
if, yeah, but if I'm working, I'm just going to go straight home. But if not, then I can crash for a few hours and get back on the road. Or I can get back on the road and pull over and, and nap at any point and, uh, you know, not have to be beholden to getting to work by 7 a.m. So, yeah, 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 cool. But uh, we're pumped. We're excited. Looking forward to have I have I said that already? Uh, just three, four, five times? Neat. But yeah, hopefully things are going well in your neck of the woods there. Geesh. I'm gonna play some music, see what they got on the old radio. I need help to uh, chip away on the megabytes. I don't have much to talk about right now. Maybe, maybe just maybe on the way home, I'll do a recap of the whole show. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. That's not a bad idea. I, uh, yeah, I might have to do that. Uh, anyways, okay, yeah, let's see what they got on the old radio. Oh, we got snow. We got a big snowfall here on this station. CFCR 90.5, can't pick it up. Oh, yeah, little Daisy Dukes and trucks. Oh, this is, uh... Taylor Swift on the country station. I guess it's she used to be a country artist, or maybe she still is, or this is a country song. Maybe this is a cover of a, of a Taylor Swift. I don't know. Maybe it's a cover. A country cover. I don't know. We're going to listen to this. That might have been a cover. I really hate, like, modern, like, country pop this shit. I fucking hate modern country pop music. Whatever the fuck this is called. I don't enjoy this at all. It's such a big deal here in Western Canada, though. Man, oh, man. Alright. Oh, do we got some Christian rock? autopilot I go on when I do this drive. I've done the Saskatoon to Winnipeg Highway 1 drive many times. Uh, the tra- Highway 1, that's the divided Highway 1, right? There is a, a different way you can take It's apparently faster. It's double lane, but I like to just get on the divided highway and stay alert, stay safe. And, well, not even sometimes, not even stay alert. Clearly not even really stay alert given that there's stuff in this drive, like, I've seen a bunch of stuff in this drive that I'm like, I don't remember this, but clearly I've gone through it before because I've done this drive many times and it's the same drive, but, uh, yeah, I get just so zoned in to, well, yeah, just zoned out, zoned in, more like zoned out. I'm just like, you know, the nice divided highway, 110, speed limit, safe, fast, you know. Oh, this isn't a Christian rock station. Ah, fucking rights! Yeah! Woo! 
The replacements. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Here I thought I was listening to a Christian rock station. We're playing the replacements. Woo! Yeah. Fucking right. Let's turn it up. Now it's 80. Now I'm driving 76 and 80. 
so I think I'm okay. That was scary. Wasn't really paying attention. So it's always scary when there's a cop and you're not really paying attention. Too poor to pay attention. I was worried about the fucking cum stain on the front of my jeans. Alright, let's see what else we got for music. Let it go, let it go, I'll play a top 40, 94.7, Brandon, Winnipeg, who knows? Nothing's gonna stop us tonight. AEW Dark, which is going to tape before AEW Dynamite. Social media creating problems for us again, where people seem to constantly be at our throat. And so into it comes a character who kind of defies all of that, but in a way that's unexpected. So Ted Lasso is a, uh, comes across at, at the beginning as an underachiever, kind of a little bit like Ned Flanders. Uh, he seems simple. He's brought over to uh, coach a soccer team. Huh. Um, Ned Flanders and Ted Lasso the, the comparison I've never heard really before. Him to Lasso. Fail. So there's all these negative Ted Lasso. things going on, and he comes into it Ned um, Flanders. I've as never heard a that very sort of wide-open huh. person. Sunny, easygoing disposition. And then as we go through the series, it felt like it started very slowly to me. We, we find out that every time... Something happens that seems like a sitcom uh, trope. The writers subvert it. It goes in a slightly different direction. And we begin to see that Ted is not naive or not simple, but rather just doesn't rise to the bait. It's a very specific way of moving through the world. That's who he is. And it, she's choosing to be sunny, happy. So I think that the series, people have described it as being about radical kindness. And I think that's a great description of it. I felt that it was a series about love in all of its many forms because it just felt like it sat in your heart. And I think that those are, I mean, I could talk about this for the next hour, but I think yeah. that, that um, those are some of the, the reasons that it, um, that it, it hit a chord. It's beautifully written and that lead character is so hopeful. I mean, what is it, do you think? Because during this time, there were so many things um, programs that were dystopian or about bad people doing bad things that, that were so popular and then this thing came along which was I mean the opposite right when what, what totally was it about that do you think that that resonated with people I think that, that the movies and television kind of are in state they do lots of things but one thing they do is they take what the culture is feeling and they act it out for us right so that so that we do feel scared and that this took or many of us and that dystopian scenario does give us a way to exercise our emotions that way. But we also have great hopes. We also see who want love and sunshine and the end of winter. And like, I think that it, a lot of us 
just are pining for that sense of community that you see in Ted Lasso. And, and you know, it's a, it's a movie about where some of the characters are transformed. But transformation isn't always this major thing. Sometimes it's small movements. It's people just, talk, it, Ted Lasso went through an anxiety crisis in the uh, second season. And he ends up resisting, like being offended at the idea of therapy and then working with uh, this sports, sports psychologist that they've hired for that uh, particular season, he transforms. Like it, it becomes these small, manageable ways that we change and shift. It's also about community. It's also about the idea that we, that we affect each other. That you don't need to hit someone in the head to to work with them. You can take time. And so I think these things uh, are all are all I know part of us things that we hope for. And again, it's not like the series is. If there's a lot about fathers and sons, there's some violent things in it. Mm. Um, I think that people tend to talk about, a lot of media is about toxic masculinity, you know, that, da, da, da. This is the exact opposite as well. It's men who are humans, they're fully human. You see a rounded kind of person that they're individual, they have backgrounds and problems, and but they're open and they, they're loving at uh. times. And it's I think that those things that the, the series shows us in this way that is less cliche and is a flawed right. one um, I think those things are kind of lived in all of our hearts and that is so corny. It's more corny than anything they did in the series. I think mean, that's true. It, just in this conversation, sounds like that there is um, um, it, it demonstrates hope for for community, for society that that uh, we don't all just want to see this dystopian future, right? Yes, I think so. And I think it's it's closer to how you know it's also small, right? We tend to look at the world. Uh, and we think, oh my God, there's so much going on. But see really, it's about small here for the GPS. Small the GPS didn't recognize daylight savings time, so it was telling me that I was getting in really an hour earlier than I thought. One little gesture how that can move things, and just by being open and willing to be vulnerable, how you can open your life to love, to inspiration. I think we kind of all also yearn for that. Well, what are you hoping to see um, in this third season of Ted Lasso? Oh, I don't know. I'm hoping, first of all, I want more wisdom from Ted because I think he's a little Zen master. And I'm not embarrassed to say that he's cheered me up, Ted Lasso, and I get inspired by him too. Like, I'm coming out of COVID like a lot of people, feeling down and anxious and depressed. And he is, I think his attitude is inspired. So I'm hoping for more of that. I know that they're going to go look at more darkness in the characters. There's greater villains in this season. So I'm hoping for something that is entertaining but doesn't lose the magic. Any uh, hope in a fourth season? I think we'll see. I mean, Sudeikis is saying no, that he doesn't think so. But I, I, my bet is that they're waiting to see how the fans react and whether the fans feel like they need to know more about some of the characters. Yeah, so he's telling me four twenty-three. I'm going to get in. Well, I, I still guess have to we'll drive see. 198 Karen, kilometers. Karen, uh, it's always good to have you on the show. Thanks very much. Take it care. Thank you. I'm going to get Thank in four twenty-three. Karen Gordon, film and culture critic, also a frequent contributor to CBC Radio. We reached her this in afternoon Winnipeg. in Toronto. So Radio yeah. Lab. Because of a my, clandestine interstitial love affair. Car says 227. With Iron Glass. Movies. It's so simple. Play me. Winnipeg time. The local time in Winnipeg. The story from here. David loves Sylvia. And it turns out it was carved there more than 60 years ago. Wiretap with Jonathan Goldstein. Maybe I won't that there. Telling stories. Sunday night on CBC Radio 1. the local time. CBC Radio 1.
I can't. It's clearly on CBC Radio. There, twenty minutes after three o'clock. My phone just doesn't show it. Still to come on the program. Google Doodle is celebrating one of the most famous and favorite dishes of the Philippines. Everyone has their own recipe. We're gonna speak with a Filipino chef. It's okay. Apparently, the show starts. First, though, quote freezing during us in studio. For an update on the commute, do you have an edible recipe? No, here's the thing. You were talking about it this morning. I've never tried it. I know. And so the general consensus after after the chat this morning was, we're all gonna have to get some for lunch and just have. A, a meal together because I need to try it. I'll put it in the calendar. Thank you We're so gonna make much. We're going to make it happen. Good. Uh, the roads, uh, are they happening for folks today? I mean, nothing to the commuter line yet. Um, haven't seen any major stalls or, or collisions, anything getting in anyone's way. Nobody's talked about the bike lanes, the, the sidewalks. So I'm, I'm waiting for your calls here. Et si on est Martineau, ce soir à l'émission, oh, l'interdit du lesbianisme dans le Québec puritain des années 50 et 60. Aujourd'hui l'histoire, en semaine 20h, sur ICI Première. Ici Paul Journet. Et Rosemi Autant-Témorin. Cette semaine, quelles aptitudes développer pour survivre à la... Play Sunflower! Play Sunflower by Post Malone and Sway Lee from Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Set songs at 8 years old, it's probably not in the top 40. Fuck this. 106.5.
that friends don't let friends drive well, drunk. That's, that's so if you're drinking over the holidays, one. and maybe even that's just a good. little, please be responsible. Yeah, don't Call a drive. cab. Don't drive drunk, anyways. Drive, just make sure you're not driving drunk. You know, have a beer or two while you're driving, no big deal. But were you ever in care with CFS through right. Futures 4? Drinking help your family. Call 204 Mega Million Choices Lottery is. Um, 
you get a weather report on a podcast that you're going to hear like a month from now. It's cloudy and it's really, uh, really effective. Portage, it's cloudy. Humidity 63%, the temperature's minus 3. And a weather Stories report from Manitoba, too. Journeys home, women's shelter. A variation request was made. Hear the latest news on this new shelter in Portage La Prairie. I'm Mike Bloom. This Mike Bloom. is Mix 96. You'll hear Mix news, 96. sports, weather, community events, and we'll keep it fun. Oh, and more great music. Keep it fun. Well, that's good. Keep it fun. This better be fun. Fun, 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 fun. Winnipeg is the home of AEW, so it's very apropos for us to be here. 
I can't think of another city that we should be making, you know, our second Canadian show in other than Winnipeg because it basically started here in a lot of ways. What do you think it is about Winnipeg wrestling fans that, you know, they embrace the sport, they, they say they're knowledgeable about it, they've been following your career all over the world? I don't know what it is about Winnipeg. I remember, like, obviously Winnipeg's always been a huge wrestling town. This is where I started watching wrestling here in the early 80s with AWA and then WWF. Always been a great wrestling town, always been a great rock and roll town. Winnipeggers like to, to, to go out and do things because they're stuck inside, I think, in the winter. Just is a great buzz in, in, in the city for, for any type of event that comes to town. I was just walking through here and I saw all the, the concerts that are coming here. It's like every week it seems there's something big. So I know we barely came here with WWE because it's hard because it's eight hours from Minneapolis that way and Calgary's 12 hours that way. So to kind of be close to a bigger city. So I think when, when an event comes, people turn out to, to, to check it out. And that's definitely what's going to happen tomorrow with AEW. It's going to be a party for sure in the yeah. city. Yeah. Did you know at all that Winnipeg was going to be on the schedule? That's kind of out of my pay grade, but I know obviously that Winnipeg was always a city that we wanted to come to just because of Kenny and, and, and Jericho, obviously. We started uh, about three months before the lockdown, so we didn't travel anywhere. We were in Jacksonville for almost a year, resting in front of no people just to keep the TV show on the, and the lights on. So basically, it, we probably would have been here years prior if there wasn't a lockdown. So I think once we started going on the road again, and, and you know we're all over all over North America every week, this was a, a no-brainer for us to come here. I was actually pretty pleasantly surprised when I found out probably four or five months that this was on the list. So it just was was, was really perfect for me that we came here because, like I said, I don't think people realize um, just how crazy Winnipeg fans are. I mean, I was here the last time on, on TV way back in 2004 and I had a musical chairs game on the show. That was what I did that night. And the crowd was going crazy. It's like you've never seen so many people excited about a musical chairs game. So I think now actually having a match and not just musical chairs is going to be even crazier tomorrow night. I think all of my co-workers are going to flip out and how great the crowd is going to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, your wrestling career, anyone who's followed you knows that it's spanned decades. You've traveled all over the world. Your longevity in, in all of this. What do you think like it is about you that, that I mean, people would say that you're one of the greatest wrestlers of, of all time. I mean, what what is it that you, Chris um, Jerkle, the personas? You know? I, I think I think reinventing. Uh, so it's never stale. I never wanted to be like a nostalgia act. So I always change. I change my look or my character or the different catchphrases I do, even moves in the ring. I was really heavily influenced by David Bowie when it comes to that. And there were so many different iterations of Bowie to where you could go to a Halloween party and everyone could dress as David Bowie and they would all look different. And it's the same with Chris Jericho. Every Halloween, I post pictures of, of fans who dresses me and they all have different looks, different eras of Jericho. And that was always the goal, like to put, you know, 15 Jerichos in a room, but they're all different from the other. And I think that's one of the reasons why the longevity's been there and keeping things fresh. Yeah, because reinvention, I mean, people know you as the Ocho, the wizard now. People know you before as Y2J, the Ayatollah of rock and roll. Where do you come up with with this? How do you kind of evolve and, and how do you kind of reinvent yourself? I think you just got to read the room. Um, I, I threw a fireball 
last year and somebody said something about a wizard and I thought that's kind of interesting like wizards throw fireballs right so I'm a wizard I'll call myself that and then you see that people start you know you can really use social media for, to get the feedback instantly oh wizards hilarious they're showing all these memes of, of Jericho as Gandalf or whatever so then you got something let's, let's run with this wizard thing for a while I think I think the, the worst thing for me is I have too many ideas and I have to like slow down a bit like the wizard was doing great and then the Ocho came up so you completely forget about the wizard and then there's still the champion there's still the demo god and there's still all these other ones that you can use too so uh, it's almost like a, being a coach of a hockey team you gotta put your players in and mm -hmm. take them out when, when it's ready so I, I think you know once again just trying to stay as creative as possible and uh, pure commitment if I say it it'll become popular. Your career started here, I mean, you're from here, you went to Calgary to learn the craft, you came back here, you wrestled in Japan, now you're back here again with the AEW. When you look back at things, what would Chris Jericho now have said, or what advice would he give to Chris Jericho in the past, yeah, starting mean, off in, in your career? I mean, I, it's probably the same advice that I just had when I was starting out, like just go for it. You know, don't let anybody tell you that you can't do it, because if you really want to do it, you can make it happen. You know, the only people that tell you you can't do something are probably the ones that have failed at their own hopes and dreams. So don't ever let anybody tell you that you can't do something. And I, I really wouldn't have any advice because I just followed my heart and I knew I wanted to do it. And, you know, let's just figure it out. How do you make it work? You know, how do you start a rock and roll band? How do you write a book? How do you do a podcast? You know, uh, how do you start a cruise? Like, just, I don't know. Let's, let's give it a try and see how, how, you, how it works. Yep, just give it a try. Good point. The CBC's Marjorie Dahow speaking with Winnipeg wrestler Chris Jericho. He is wrestling tonight for All Elite Wrestling at Canada Life Centre. Now you can watch the whole interview, the full video interview uh, with uh, Marge. You can check out CBC's Manitoba YouTube page. up with you later. I'm going to vamp for a little while longer. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that, that was cool. And, uh, oh. I saw a, a new friend request on uh, Facebook. Sorry, caught my eye there. So, yeah, I got a piss. I don't know when I'm going to do that. I might have to pull over at some point. I don't think I'm going to piss in a cup again, because the last time, I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I uh, missed the cup, and I sat in a pool of my own piss for a while, and uh, I don't want to have to do that uh, before going to a wrestling show that's in front of 7,000 fans, the big piss puddle in the, the, the seat of my pants, that would not be a good look, so we're going to have to wait a while before, uh, well, whatever, we'll figure something out, but thanks for listening there, Jeesh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to the show, have I said that, have I said that already, uh, I, I don't think I have, but hopefully, hopefully it'll be great, and, uh, yeah, maybe I will, uh, maybe I'll talk about the show after, uh, on the way home, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
I'm, uh, I'm gonna cut this off at 40 minutes, 41 minutes and 12 seconds, so I've still got a little bit of mapping to do, but, uh, anyways, anyways, well, thanks for listening there, Jeesh, fucking love you, bud, I hope you're doing well, see you later.